Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing in on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. It's almost impossible to have not seen the so-called Goat of Mendes, or Baphomet or Baphomet, whether on a t-shirt for a metal band or in movies such as the 1968 Hammer film The Devil Rides Out. The most well-known image of this monstrous humanoid is the 1856 drawing in French occultist Eliphas Levé's book Dogma and Ritual of High Magic. We see a creature with the head and legs of a goat, the torso of a woman, the wings of a bird, and a lit torch emerging between its horns. It bears a pentagram on its forehead, and additional symbols illustrate its body and environment. As with many examples of divine imagery, the image of Baphomet is highly symbolic, and has been incorporated into various occult traditions, subcultures, and new religious movements. It is also highly suggestive of various traditions of horned gods in human history, such as Pan in Greek tradition. We don't have time to follow all of these threads regarding the entity, but two major historical notes are of special interest. The first concerns the trial of the Knights Templars, and the other concerns the writings of Herodotus on the religion of ancient Egypt. First, the Templars. The Poor Knights of Christ and of the Temple of Solomon was a religious military order of the Catholic Church during the Crusades, which ran 1095 through 1291 CE. They were intended to serve as protectors for pilgrims on their way to the Holy Lands, but a sort of power creep occurred. They were given free reign to move across borders, made exempt from taxes, and ended up playing key military roles in various battles of the Crusades. But even the non-warriors of this order became important, managing the movement of funds across vast distances of the Crusades and setting up a kind of proto-banking system. They became powerful, and so they made powerful enemies. As the Crusades failed, the Templars were blamed. Finally, Philip IV of France, with the aid of Pope Clement V, then based in France, the order was suppressed and falsely accused on charges of blasphemy and heresy. Among other things, the charges included the notion that they worshipped a severed head called Baphomet, some of the Templars were burned at the stake, 56 in total, I believe, including Grand Master Jacques de Molay, and others were absorbed into different militaries, etc. The name Baphomet, sometimes pronounced Baphomet, is generally understood to be a French corruption of the name Muhammad. The monstrous Templar god Baphomet is a product of trumped-up charges that the Templars had converted to the Islamic faith of their enemies and the French and Papal accusers here invoke a fanciful and grotesque 
degradation of Islam and a corruption of Islamic ideas to make the case. To be clear, nowhere in Islamic tradition does one find such a creature as this. As for the Goat of Mendes, this is the name given by Eliphas Live, most likely referring to the writings of 5th century Greek historian Herodotus, who wrote of supposed goat-like deities and reverence for actual goats in the region of Mendes, the Greek name for the ancient Egyptian city Jejit, which is now known as Tel El Ruba. Their ancient practices did concern a horned god, but it is often referred to as a ram rather than a goat. The deity Benebdijet, to quote S. Birch's translation of Herodotus. Now the reason why those Egyptians whom I have mentioned do not sacrifice goats, female or male, is this. The Mendizians count Pan to be one of the eight gods. Now those eight gods, they say, came into being before the twelve gods. And the painters and image makers represent in painting and sculpture the figure of Pan, just as the Hellenists do, with goat's face and legs, not supposing him to be really like this, but to resemble the other gods. The cause, however, why they represent him in this form, I prefer not to say. The Mendizians then reverence all goats and the males more than the females, and the goat herds too have greater honor than other herdsmen. But of the goats, one especially is reverenced. And when he dies, there is great mourning in the Mendizian district, and both the goat and pan are called in the Egyptian tongue Mendes. As Geraldine Pinch explains in her book, Egyptian Mythology, the word for ram, ba, and the word for soul or manifestation sounded much the same in Egyptian. So they were often regarded as manifestations of other deities, such as Osiris. Though Benebjijet is also sometimes treated as an independent deity as opposed to a manifestation. And just as goats will be goats, rams will be rams, and their association with virility seems to have colored traditions of Benebjijet, just as they colored traditions of Pan and others. Pinch writes, quote, The sexual aspect of the cult at Mendes made it particularly disliked by early Christians. Benedigette's form as a ram or goat-headed man was reinterpreted as a devil figure who entered Western tradition as the horned king of the witches. It is curious that Baphomet, the goat of Mendes, has become so closely associated with Satanism, a deity that never quite existed, for a theology that likewise never quite existed either. But that hasn't stopped the entity from taking on various meanings for assorted ideologies, subcultures, and creative visions. Tune in for additional episodes of The Monster Fact each week. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com. Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. The future of wireless is here, and it's transparent. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, really. What are you waiting for? Get with the times and switch to Visible at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.